It's movie time, and we are back again for another fantastic episode of Movie Time, and this time we are talking about the second part of The Dark Side of Hollywood, as well as we're actually going to be highlighting some of the light side as well. With us today, my uh, superly amazing co-host, Kente. Hey. Say hey. How are you doing? <gasps> Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing excellent. I'm so happy to be here and looking forward to talking about this topic. Yeah, and we uh, it's like a, um, we had a two-week hiatus, huh? I know, so now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you're feeling time. super refreshed. I'm ready to go. I'm rocking and rolling. Yeah, it's like uh, now nothing, uh, nothing stands in our way. No tired, no 50,000 shows a day, none of that. Nope, we're all... Ready and just you know, uh, ready to uh, just get it popping. Excellent. And with us, we have uh, three of our four crew. Our fourth crew member will be coming on very shortly. We have with us our uh, Olaf Barbosa. Welcome back. Hey, how you guys? How you guys doing today? Doing great. And we have our. Uh, so you, you talking are. about wrestling and all this stuff? Uh, all, all this last week. I don't know about wrestling. I think I've done more in the last couple of weeks than I did the whole part of the whole part of the year so far. <laughs> no way. So yeah, I don't think I got much rest on this hiatus. I think I, I was able to do take care of things that I that I had been putting off for a little while. <laughs> okay, so then you need a hiatus for your hiatus. Yes, there you go. I need I need I need a hiatus from the hiatus. So, there you go. Okay, if you have any more hiatuses, uh, then it's like we're going to have to seriously have to run uh, super, super fast to be able to keep up with you. You're going to be like, uh, we, can't, we can no longer ca- uh, call you Captain Olaf Barbosa. We can now call uh, call you Super Barbosa. There you go. <laughs> and also with us, we also have Rick J. Welcome back. Yes, I'm very happy to be back to continue the discussion on the dark side of Hollywood and uh, hoping that we can give the some of the dark side but also the light side in some direction to the uh, listeners. Glad to be here. Thank you, Odette. And uh, also we have Nathaniel Lee. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Odette. Thanks for having me back again. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's like, yeah, so we are going to get all jumping inside uh, this subject. So last time we were talking about some of our more recent scams that we had heard from our Hollywood counterparts as well as also from around the world. There's been a few international ones that have also happened too. Oh yeah, as well. That's a lot. Yeah, it's like also most recently they're uh, they're now calling out a lot of pirates too. Also on here. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you see the articles on piracy? I haven't for a while. Yeah, it's like uh, they uh, they actually uh, called out several pilot uh, pirates as well. So it's like, yeah, you know what? Scams happen all over the world in terms of uh, different sort of things as well. And yeah, but they haven't they haven't called me yet because that's like you know I'm 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 the best pirate out there. They haven't called me yet. There you go. Oh, I don't know. I'm not caught either. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, my two high seas pirates. 
<laughs> Piracy and hacking. Uh, the Sony uh, issue is still quite uh, the uh, talk within yep. the media. The Sony uh, and the powers now that uh, are being realized from where the hackers can get in and pirates, whatever. Not only that, or uh, personal records, whatever. I guess that's something. That's another topic, but uh, yes, actually, that is our. That is one of our future topics coming up. Great. All about piracy. Yeah, which actually hacking is also going on inside the governmental system as well. I've been hearing a lot on the news today about it, about Phoenix and about Missouri. Hackers getting inside the governmental sites and getting information. Mm-hmm. It happens all over. See, so it's like, it's not much different than Hollywood scams in a lot of ways, and a lot of the entertainment industry scams from all over the world. There's also people who it's like, you know what, they'll, as I said, you know, internationally have people audition for them, bring them over there, have their own operations going of illegal operations as well as also, you know, bring them there, spend off their money and go. So, uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, so has there been a scam that has come up to you that, and this is uh, going back to the, all, we're all human and we have each found, you know, somebody who, something has happened to us. So, tell me uh, what's happened to you in terms of something that was approached to you as a scam that you either fell for or nearly fell for. Hmm. I'd have to probably say that uh, actors' competition. That, uh, well, I thought it wasn't actually a scam at first. And then I thought it was a scam, and, well, it was just a big old mess all over. But I, I about fell for it and almost paid like three, four grand on that trip. Yeah. And just before we continue, we also have Ava Jean. Uh on as well. Hey, Ava Jean, how you doing? Hey, guys. Sorry if I'm a little late. See, now the gang's all together again. <laughs> all right. And well, we're thank you for being late. It's like, uh, so, uh, go on, tell us uh, what we were talking about. Is we were talking about the fact that we're all human. We've all had, uh, like, in terms of scams that have happened over our time period that have been approached. So I was asking everybody, and uh, Nathaniel was uh, mentioning it too of scams that it's like they've been approached that they either got a chance to like just barely miss it or unfortunately uh, got caught in right so you want well, one from everybody the, I, I, correct that's a, yeah, it's like uh, the closest one I got to is uh, you know, the, what we were talking about last time is like, you know, paying to be, you know, paying to be in a movie. Uh, but, uh, fortunately for me, I have a very good friend who's very knowledgeable about things like that and told me, quit being stupid. And I listened to her, <coughs> AJ, and, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get sucked into it, but, uh, that was, that's, that's close as I came to us. You know, I was like looking at trying to figure it out and seeing if I could do it, and uh, and uh, since then that's like, going, okay, that's don't pay to be don't pay to be in the movie if you want to, you know, help fund the movie and give them 
five bucks for a, uh, for a, you know a cheesy t-shirt or something for a t-shirt. You know, you if you want you know give 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 him some money to get a t-shirt, but don't try don't give him money to be in the movie. And th- and thanks a lot, Gamila. I, you ruined my chance of getting about two grand off of Olaf. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh man, I put the I put the mail I put the check in the mail this morning. Darn you, darn you, Kente! <laughs> and we have to watch for the competitions. What they sell as competitions. Uh, some of them are legit, legit, but some of them seem to be uh, basically a fundraiser. So try to sort that out because they will try to sell you on. Uh, becoming a star, meeting different uh, uh, agents throughout the competition. Uh, so it's something to look out for and kind of to decipher along those lines. Yeah, very cool. So, which one, uh, Rick? Would you say that you've had that? You well, would say is a near uh, one. Pardon. One that's a near one, or one that actually happened that you were like at the end going, mm. I was actually ready to buy the tickets to get on the plane to head for California uh, for this competition, a chance at meeting new people, new agents, uh, and exposure. And uh, the dollar seems to keep adding up more and more, and uh, very good salesmanship on the part of those selling the competition, but um, uh, it just doesn't feel right, so um, I backed out real fast and, and, and took care of that uh, chance, uh, fortunately. Absolutely. It's like, and what about you, Ava Jean? Uh, the only one that I got close to, and it's so funny, uh, after we met the last time, after the last podcast, I talked to my husband about this. A long time ago, many years ago, I had gotten somehow, this is before I had an agent, and I got work on my own, and I was actually pretty good at it. And uh, and in New York, that's a possibility. You can be without representation and get work. In L.A., you have to have representation. But in New York, you don't. So I was very good at going into backstage and going on online and, and finding things. And someone sent me an email saying, hey, you know, I have an audition for you for something. It was kind of vague, but kind of like seemed sort of legitimate. But it was in New Jersey, um, which is odd. You know, most everything is in mm-hmm. Manhattan here in Manhattan, but I said, well, hey, you know, I know there are casting directors in in other parts of the tri-state area, not just New York, and I said, you know, I'll be open, let me be open, so I got on the train and went all the way out, and it wasn't like near to, it wasn't near New York, New Jersey, it was a little bit way out in Jersey, and I went there, and I got, there was a corporate complex, um, and I realized when I got to the offices, that it was one of those offices where different businesses rent offices, in other mm-hmm. words, you know, they, they, they pay rent and it's already furnished and they have a printer and a coffee maker and you just pay for the um, ability to use this as a business address and to have the equipment and the furniture to conduct your business without having to be the, the person who has the lease. So there were different businesses, like there was a lawyer there, you know, things like that. So that mm-hmm. was my first sign that, well, that's, that's kind of odd, but, you know, maybe it's different in New Jersey. Then the woman came out and she was dressed, let's just say 10 years behind what everybody else was dressed as. So that was a, one clue. You know, she was dressed all in peach. Everything mm-hmm. was peach. 
and and her hair was teased a little bit too much even for Jersey and 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 I and my my gut instinct was like oh god what have I gotten myself into but I hadn't bought anything so hey the only thing I bought was my ticket to go out to Jersey so she sat me down and even though this was sort of at the beginning of things being online um, there was still a lot that was already online and she came out with pretty much the program was you could have gold silver or platinum and pretty much it was a book of headshots and it was a pretty much a, just a book of black and white headshots um, and we were starting to move to color headshots by this time. Not totally yet, but we were starting to move to color. So that was a sign already. That it was all black mm-hmm. and white headshots. And basically, it was just a folder. It was just a binder full of headshots. But somehow this was going to be sent to all the the people, you know, and so that they would have your stuff on file. And, and you would have this, you know, cachet of being in this program. And the first thing she did was she put on a VHS tape, not a DVD. VHS tape Uh, you know 10 years ago there were DVDs plenty of them um, with Jerry Orbach the late Jerry Orbach who I got to work with nice guy um, who was obviously paid for this and he's you know touting this program um, you know as their representative but of course you know it's, it's bull and and so she plays the tape and then she shows me this binder full of headshots and how I was going to get all these auditions because this pretty much this book of binder people in the industry would would go to them and, and want to find actors and, and I'm like you can do this online now why, why would why would I why would I be part of this book when it, you can do it online basically yeah um so it was so funny when I I thanked her um you know I said I would think about it and I thanked her and as I got to the train station waiting for the train from New Jersey back into New York people thought I was crazy because I was just standing on the platform just cracking uh, I was literally laughing out loud at the ridiculousness. I'm like, here I am in bumfuck New Jersey. <laughs> and, you know, just way out in New Jersey. And, I mean, it wasn't bad or anything. It wasn't like bad, a bad area. It was just way out in Jersey. And I just realized the ridiculousness of it. And the fact that I fell for it. I didn't buy anything. I knew from the get-go once I got there that something was going was amiss. But it made me a lot smarter in terms of really reading between the lines on things. And now I'm really good at spotting something that's illegitimate. Um, not all the time, but, um, you know, like, for instance, my friend on Facebook just had a, uh, I, I sent him a friend request. I said, I see you, you know, you must have redid your page because you changed your name back to your original name. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and then we realized in class today, because my other actors in the class were like, yeah, um, I got a friend request for you. I and, and he was like, no, I didn't redo my page. And then we came to realize that somebody had opened a fake Facebook page with his name and pictures. So, ah. but, that, but that's one thing. But in terms of scam, scamming actors for money, that I can see a mile away. That I can see a mile away. But that was the closest I ever came to being taken. And I wasn't going to be taken. But that was the closest because I actually went there. <laughs> Literally, physically went there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on a, uh, on a personal journey side, it's like uh, also w- why it gets into me. It's like there were uh, there has been two. One that I unfortunately, was, as a teenager, had fallen for, and we didn't realize it uh, at the time. But also as an adult, that I did not fall for. 
The one that was fallen for was dealing with the agencies. Uh, there was an agency back then that they were uh, that during the times of you know Barbizon and all of that, where oh, you could yeah. get your pictures taken and you know everybody had star potential and stuff uh, during that time period. Um, the idea of it was that you go there, you take the classes with them for the modeling classes. It, this was not a Barbizon. This was a different one. I don't believe that the uh, company exists anymore. But basically, they had my mom pay for uh, the courses to do this. I learned to walk the catwalk uh, there. They, I lost the weight that they wanted me to lose for this because they were like, you know, you would just be so much better at it if you just lost a bunch of uh, weight. I had, I was down to 115 pounds and they were like, well, if you don't lose more weight, we're going to have to put you in the plus size models kind of category way to be self-esteeming on a teenager. Um, at the end of it, there was really no work that they've ever done. Nobody had ever heard of this agency. Wow. And um, paid for a bunch of classes and learned how to hold Campbell's soup cans up really well. Oh, God. But I got to see that. Yeah, and put, and put makeup on uh, there. But unless somebody actually ever wants to have makeup that makes you look like partially not uh, partially androgynous, shall we say, then you don't really want to learn from these people how to put on makeup. Right. Right. Yeah. You just reminded me that when I was 21, I went to John Casablanca's. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I did, the sa- I did the same thing. I didn't spend that much money, but you've reminded me of that. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it, it was uh, simply like that kind of agency, like a John Casablanca. Uh, they, remember, they used to constantly have that. Uh, you know, we can make you a model. Well, about as close as they did to making me a model was a mall fashion show. Those mall ones uh, that they used to do, where yeah. you would oh, pretty yeah. much have any child do this anyway for it. So it wasn't very shocking when that happened. And second one that I did not fall for was a money scam. A person who was like, okay, I have money for your film project. This is, again, in my adult years. Um, setting it up for us saying, and I will become your executive producer for this. However, there is a slight uh, thing with this. I'm going to make the deal with you, and we're going to get your uh, your film done. However, we're going to have you get it, uh, the investor to invest. However, we're not going to tell you uh, the investor what they're investing in. <laughs> um, we're going to, uh, where film will be the end result of the project, but uh, uh, of it, but don't worry about that. That's just the technicality. For them, it's like, you know, we are doing a 90-day investment. We're going to put it in a secure account here. It's like, a, you know, at the end of 90 days, it will have grown this interest and you'll be able to use it for, uh, for your film. Okay. Wow. Very interesting uh, thing of this. And at the time, me and this other person were doing a straight-up exchange of we each had a side of investor 
um, you it, you expose my film to your investor, I do with mine, and there was it, one of them was a potentially legit investor. I I don't know whether the other investor was or wasn't. Never got the criteriums on them. Had conversations prior. I presume that they. It's like at the time, I was like, okay, let's see how this rides out. And then when I heard ninety days, and we're not going to tell them what it is that they're investing. Just tell them it's an investment with their money. But I want access to the account too. Was my red flag of both? Like, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to tell. I'm not going to tell somebody what they're investing in. And then not only am I not going to tell you what you're investing in, I'm going to lock your money in an account that this strange person has access to. And after 90 days, I'm supposed to believe that the money is going to be there. Wow. For the film. I, I doubt it would be. Yeah. Needless to say, I was like, thank you very much. I'm walking away. And unfortunately, the person who was with me at the time was like, oh, this is legit, this is legit, this is legit. I'm like, look, this is not right. Truth is, this is called securities fraud. And I said, I don't want to be wearing orange's new, like, I do not want to be wearing a jumpsuit <laughs> and prison stripes for the next eight years to do my film. But you look good in orange. I mean, remember I orange is the new black? Yes, well, you yeah, know, it's exactly. like orange is the new black, but you know what? I uh, I would prefer different kind of orange outfits. Oh, oh come on! stripes or a number yes. on it. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I'm not into the whole number gear. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I, I probably took a number. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, and uh, or if it does have to be a number, you know, it's kind of like an ode to Les Mis of two four six zero one. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. It's got to be something you know creative. You know, so, nice. bottom line is, is I did not fall for the scam because I realized um, the executive producer who was trying to be my quote executive producer was not working in my legitimate favor. He was working to line his own pockets. I was gonna say how exact how executive was he. <laughs> and the person had mentioned that he had worked on a couple of famous films and i had actually met afterwards after this had all gone down i had met the actual executive producer on the film that he said and i said and he said to me i have never heard of this man a day in my life wow and i just sat there and was like completely breathing a sigh of relief thank goodness it did not happen wow did you tell your producing partner that the one who was angry with you for not going for it unfortunately it's like it wound up being that i lost that person as a producing partner but yes i did wind up telling her and how does she take it to this day she still believes that i had blown a deal wow oh my all the signs were there Delusion is very powerful, my friend. Yes. Yes, indeed it is. And she could not understand how I could not believe this person to do that. I said, well, any person who, when you have a 50-50 deal with somebody else, they walk in on the, your 50-50 deal with somebody else and turn around and try and grab credits underneath them and then say, oh, we're going to take their money and, my, uh, and our money and put it into this 90-day account. 
Um, yeah, run. Mm. Because unless... That is unless you do love wearing orange. Uh, or <laughs> you enjoy white collar prison. <laughs> I, I don't know. Wow. You, you know, I do hear that they do have three meals a day there. <laughs> oh, no joke! <laughs> I guess that's not be all too bad, except for the orange. Yeah, it's like... So there, uh, there was a good tale of uh, reality uh, for there. It's like it trust your instincts. If it doesn't sound right, like you were saying with John Casablanca, uh, that one. If it doesn't sound right, it probably isn't. Chances are, what you're uh, what you're coming into is you're coming into something that is a scam. 